folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcasts. You are on with Real Redneck Tom Millard. And of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there? I am here, and it is a beautiful night for a podcast. And I just got my tea delivered by my beautiful wife, so we're good to go. As she hangs her head and walks away. She did. In shame. <laughs> in shame. <laughs> 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 I just got my tea. Well, it's before hot. we go there, sitting beside me as always is Patriarch Redneck Country, my father, real redneck, Don Millard. Dad, is your mic hot? Yes, apparently too hot because you keep complaining about my voice and everything else. <laughs> I think that's rather rude <laughs> that he would do such a thing. That's the heartbeat of this podcast. I wasn't complaining. I like that we are an unedited podcast. We are just sitting around the campfire kind of deal, chilling, talking, having a conversation, inviting everybody in to our conversation. Hopefully you'll learn from some of our stupid stories and won't do the crap that we do that doesn't work. Maybe you'll learn to do some of the crap we do do that, that, that just happened to work. And you'll think of that when you're abroad and outdoors. However, <laughs> the unedited yeah. part when I've got Darth Vader beside me... <sighs> Meanwhile, well, 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 I'm trying to talk. That is a problem. So then I got to go in and I got to take out that so that the when, rest of the when people. When did you ever try to talk? Don't it just come natural? I've never seen you try to talk. It just flows. More to relations of Star Wars. You hear this, Darth Vader? And it, it's been haunting me ever since he said, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that was one heck of an intro there. <laughs> I didn't. Hey, he he brought it up, and and yeah. he is also drinking tea, and so Good. that's why I was going to say before you go there. So I got a delivery this week that <laughs> <laughs> that that was from a mystery person. So I'm on a. I'm on a, a Teams meeting video and my family comes running in because somebody has dropped something at the front door and it happens to be a monster energy drink. Posted it on, on Facebook, around the country's Facebook and Instagram. It happens to be a monster energy drink and it says, hey, Todd, real men don't drink coffee or tea. Here you go. JT. And I'm sitting there in the middle of this conference call. I'm going, and they bring it. I'm like, who is and I so I had to stop it and I'm like, oh, it's it's Bill's brother. <laughs> Cause he, yeah. you guys live like he's like two and I had something hours away. So I was a little confused for a while. Yeah, I mean the dedication that he has to make sure that you're uh taken care of is is pretty deep. You, know? Take a care, you don't get a body like him. <laughs> yeah. Eating healthy. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't drop off like taquitos or, I know, or like some the seven to eleven breakfast barito. That's what I was yeah. waiting. Yeah. I was a little Jay. I'm a little hungry. Just gonna let you know. No, I'm just kidding. He's gonna end up doing that. Don't oh, drop yeah. off the, the breakfast yeah. burritos. I'm all good. The worst part is you. If you ever had one of those. It, uh, it would be like the squirrel on, I don't know what that, over the hedge or something. <laughs> it, it, the, the, the world around you just slows down and you're in hyper speed uh, <laughs> and everything else. Yeah, <laughs> it would be just a, a level that nobody had ever seen or expected before. Well, that's what on people were energy commenting on Facebook. Like Wendy, Wendy there said, uh, oh gosh, do not drink that before the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with her statement. There. If you're going to do that, do that in a controlled environment with your family. <laughs> and you can coast I'm going to tell Jen you said place. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, full disclosure, I've never had a monster energy drink. Now, I work out every morning early in the morning, so I take pre-workout. And I, so I'm assuming it's fairly similar to that. Yeah. I don't know. I've never had one. I've never had one either. You're, and your brother's like, I guess he drinks like three a day, four a day. Yeah, he, he drinks, I think, He's three like, a day. I could drink one and have a nap. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well. I mean, that's funny, though, because I could drink uh, a large coffee or a large tea and then go to bed right away. It doesn't. So I guess that stuff affects him differently. Because I think if I had one of those, I'd be buzzing. Like my, my fingers would tingle with the amount of whatever is in that stuff. <laughs> See, that's I how I judge know. a good pre-workout when you get the tingles. <laughs> yeah. If you get that tingle. <laughs> no, hard, hard pass. That's it. All, all for you. I'd like to see you take that before you go trap shooting. 
Oh, geez, I bet yeah. You, you, you know what? Jump all Full over disclosure, target. bull riding, right? My, my, my very first rodeo, I pain core Chatham and uh, I, I took my pre-workout before I got on that bull. And I'm not sure it was the smartest thing, but I wanted to be alert and ready to rock. And yeah. so I thought, well, I'm going to try it trap shooting. Not the smartest thing when you go trap shooting. No doubt. Not the smartest thing at all. I was, I was a little amped, a little jumpy. Yeah. I was, I was a little, I thought, man, I'm going to smash him fast. I was pulling the trigger. I think before I yelled pull. Yeah. <laughs> the sound yeah, of the I gun to, set the target out. <laughs> yeah. When I used to do 3D archery competitions, I, uh, I couldn't drink coffee, you know, leading up to them cause I get jittery <laughs> and what I couldn't, I couldn't Nerves. Uh, make that pin sit on uh, where it needed to go. No I was doubt, so jittery. Eh? Yeah. Well, I mean, that was a long time ago before I drank uh, as much coffee as I, I did. Oh, come <laughs> now. I was going to say, I did. Yeah, yeah. I don't drink as much anymore. No, well, stomach. warm milk and tea has occupied your yeah. dietary consumption. I'm getting older. And and this is, is kind of an interesting conversation that we, we could have about getting older and coming to some realizations don't, here. Don't but. get him started beside me. We don't have, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> 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 So, hey, would you? Uh, was there anything interesting you got up to this week? I think you did. Me? And, and Me? Yeah. Is it my turn? You, you, you first. <laughs> I think you should start off to see where uh, see where we take this and. Well, I did. And keep listeners long term. <laughs> get, get Todd over with. See where we're going next. <laughs> I finally maiden voyage for the redneck country battleship. I was super disappointed that your dad wasn't sitting in in the, the front of that boat. I'm not sure he was brave enough, Dad. Would you have gone? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not anxious about it. I'm not anxious <laughs> about boats, especially sitting in the sun. But Oh, I'm peeling. I will say that. I'll, I'll probably go sometime. Yeah. We did catch a lot of sun. But, yeah, I, it was a success. So, yeah, tell me about it. it, it start to finish, it, I thought that you were going to get wet. I really, really and, did. And I really wasn't sure. I mean, I've done my research on this. So everybody, if you haven't listened to the podcast previously, it's a new canoe, Frontier 12. I did my research. I researched for five to six months before I bought this kayak. And as dad will say, don't call it a kayak. Because when you picture a kayak, you think you're sitting down inside that thing going down the rapids. No, this is a fishing. It's a mini bass boat. You can stand on it and fish. And let me tell you, doing all that homework and researching, because I wanted a stable one that I could stand up on. I had lots of deck room. I could. It's got a nice big... 360 degree seat that sits up on top real high like you're in a captain's chair and so and and you can go tandem you can go two people because who wants to fish alone all the time so i thought that was pretty wicked then i can also this thing will take uh an actual gas motor on the back and so but i do have a trolling motor for the back but i didn't put it on i put i have a wireless trolling motor on the front and dude let me tell you my brother-in-law we had to go down to my in-laws and so my in-laws have just built this beautiful house out in the middle of nowhere and there happens to be their buddy that they bought some of the land off of has some massive gravel pits and and loaded with fish and so we my brother-in-law says hey if you're coming on saturday bring the kayak and i'm like hmm i think we can finagle that yeah new, i mean you, you got yeah the new canoe but you gotta you put it through spaces and test it to make sure that it's well i'm entering a bass tournament in two weeks so and week and a half now so yeah i <laughs> i want to i want to get it out and i'm like absolutely we haven't done another thing let's get a rocket and rolling so i he showed up here before we left helped me load it got everything ready to go got everything loaded up in it i didn't even have the the second seat built so i had to build the second seat on the spot built second seat we get out there got it down put it all together like like assembled it there at the edge of the How water long did it take you to put together you know what it wasn't it wasn't two of us it wasn't five minutes i mean because yeah, that's the, not bad no, i didn't know what to bolts, expect i mean well, and it would be just like you're getting your you're a regular boat to dock in, right? You don't have all the time sure. of backing up. I know your anxiety ridden issues of backing a boat up. You don't have yep. that. You drag this sucker out of the back of your truck, set her down on the ground, right by the water. We, by my, and the bolts are already in place in the track. You just drop the seats down and tighten the bolts up, put the motor on the motor. It's got a, a quick connect. So it just clicks on and you tighten the bolt there to make sure it holds on, connect the alligator clips inside the kayak, or I got my battery hidden in a hatch, collect them bad boys. And, Every, Bob's your uncle. You're ready to rock. I dropped my my crate in, which a milk crate with my, all my tackle in it and fishing pole holders, which I built the night before and painted them. And uh, so we 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 
slid her in. My brother-in-law climbed up in the front seat. I got in the back seat. I got the remote for the wireless and away we went. And let me tell you what, that thing is awesome. In I should have done with the current. The current was moving us because I got a fish finder on it. So the current was moving us 1.2 miles per hour. We were drifting that because it was, there was some wind in, in the pit. So it was, we were just drifting along and it was drifting us at 1.2 mile an hour going back to restart the drift. I actually was like, Oh, I should see how fast this is moving us. And it moved us four point six miles per hour into the current two of us in it fully loaded down that uh, the picture you sent or the video you sent with the wake it coming off i was like i was i was super impressed and that's into that, the current into the current with two people in there you yeah. know i don't know how much your brother two people, the like battery that, all of our tackle all the, the fishing way, poles and that thing was moving yeah, yeah. i was i was impressed with it, that it's pretty wicked it was it was yeah. pretty awesome so i gotta say super duper success so I, after the maiden voyage i mean there's always a little tweaker or, or something did you find anything that you didn't expect or that, that you needed one to thing move? yeah wear sunscreen yeah. well yeah, yeah. Besides, yeah. we caught a lot of sun. So we didn't go out until like like two o'clock by the time we got in the water because I mean, you get up in the morning and do the family thing, and then we we had to pack everything up and then get down there and and say no, hi no, and all that. I get all that stuff, the, the family stuff. I really do. But it's you being prepared in advance. It was the problem, not the fact well, that you had. I to, had three months of building it, so I was pretty much yeah. prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Aside until from the not building that like, second, oh, where's, where's well, this? I was running around the house going, "Oh, wait a minute! Oh, wait a minute!" Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. But, but we got it all there. But yeah, no, we got it all loaded up, got in there. We caught some, I, I got, I'd be remiss not to, to mention, like I caught a massive crappy, like the thing was a monster and it was on dad. There's massive pike in there. Bass isn't open for us yet. So we can't fish bass. There's a lot of pike in there. And so, and good size pike. And so dad's always said, Oh, you got to fish that red devil spoon for pike. I've always caught pike on spinners and lots of pike on spinners. Haven't we, dad? We go up north, we, we catch, we, we slay the pike like That's every correct. other cast on spinners. But I thought, you know what? I'm just out here really just want to try out the kayak. So, and my brother-in-law, yeah. he's flipping, he's throwing spinners. Like he's out there to fish. This isn't his, he just, Hey, let's go fishing. So, I thought I'm going to try this stupid red devil spoon thing. It was swear. It was like my second, my second cast as we were drifting along, I was casted a bit and, uh, bam, that crappy hit hard at 14 feet. Had the fish finder, 14 foot depth. Mm. Boom. That crappy hit hard. And I'm like, Hey, I got something here. And I put, and it was, I was surprised it was a crappy. It was, it was that large. It was awesome. So I did that. My brother-in-law caught some, uh, he caught three pike. So in a couple hours we did all right. And, and we yes, were really, I was playing with the, playing with the kayak probably too much for his like, and I was cruising all around. Well, the owner of the pits know, came along. He's it, like, right? Hey, you want to let me know what the depth is of it now? Just make a <laughs> tour over there. Let me know there. I'm like, yeah, sure. So we're over there. We come back, report back to him how deep it is here and there. So that was kind of cool. So when I got home, I was remiss. There was one thing because coming up, I'm going, I'm going to enter a bass tournament. And on opening day of bass for a kayak, which only. is nuts, by the way. And what is nuts? What part? The, the fact, all of it, <laughs> the whole thing of you entering a bass tournament <laughs> with a kayak that you can't uh, use a motor for on a lake that you've never That's fished I was before. Going. I'm remiss. This so, is crazy. Yeah, I've got actually the maps up on my other computer screen, sitting right here in the studio, right beside me, because I was looking at the topo maps like crazy. Because I've never been to this lake. I don't even know of a dock of where I can dock in. And, and, and it's tri-lakes. And and then to boot, I'm driving three hours by myself the night before. I'm going to have to stay in a hotel and drag my kayak into the room so it doesn't get ripped off. And then I got to be on the water by like 5.30, ready to lines in at 6 a.m. And so all of that stuff, what I realized that I did not do was break out the paddle. <laughs> you haven't even tried to <laughs> I've never paddled a kayak in my life <laughs> and I can't use my motor in this bass tournament <laughs> you didn't even <laughs> think that might have been a good idea to see if you could I do now <laughs> <laughs> And I'm wondering why it took you so long to get on the water. Did you even bring the paddle with you? Oh, yeah, because it's safety. I'm all about safety. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, but, but it's got this awesome, wicked 
paddle holder on the side. And it looks so good there that you don't want to take sure. it out. And sure. I, but I, I am and, remiss. And I just thought. Did you ever think about how you're going to paddle that high up out of the water? Well, it's built for that. And that's the, the yeah. reason you got to buy a specific length of paddle because okay. it, the, okay. the kayak's so wide. Plus, you're so high. Plus, so it, 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 the, the guy that I bought it from told me this is the one you want. And here's the length setting. It's adjustable, but here's the length you want because you're going to be high up and it's wide and you need to go water, 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 like, like a duck. You got two paddles? No, just one, but it's double-ended, right? Oh, no, I'm just curious because if somebody else was to go with you, then you'd do the work and I, I would sit there and... It, it, well, no. you can't. These tournaments, you can only have one person on the kayak. I clarified. I was in a, I was in a, a, a new, a new attendee meeting the other night, and so I, that's what I said. I said, "What if my kid or my buddy wants to come? No, they don't. They don't fish. They don't even have a rod. But I'm going to have like six. So yeah. they're like, "No, you can't do that. So you got to be by yourself anyway. So if somebody comes with me, we're not fishing the tournament. That motor's on, man. Yeah. Right until the battery runs out, and then you're. Oh, but dude, paddles. I was I was impressed because the battery. I mean, we ran it three hours around that lake, around that 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 drink, and then my bat my phone was dying because bad cell reception, so it just kills your battery. So when we got back to my in laws, they live down in the and they call it the valley, and there so it just drains your phone trying to connect constantly. And I didn't want to have to go inside and plug it in and all that stuff. So I just grabbed that battery because it's got USB ports on it. And then I and then my mother in law is like, hey. I need to charge my phone. So I sat there and we charged phones all for the rest of the evening on the thing too. And it's still rock solid, got lots of juice. So, but I'm not concerned that I, I believe that motor and that battery, it's an 80 amp hour life po four. So the thing only weighs like 13 pounds, but I believe yeah. it, it'll, it'll last like a good day and a half. I don't know, eight, eight, 10 hours. I bet. Yeah, no, it's, I bet you didn't have much taken off no. on that, but Cause you stop no, and you drift and then you drive and then you drift and then you, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I think it's good. I got a backup battery too, but the thing's one of those lead acid. It's like, it's massive 120 amp hour. Like the things, I don't know. It's gotta be a hundred pounds. Oh yeah. And no doubt my, uh, I got a hundred amp, a hundred milliamp hour, hundred amp hour, hundred amp hour. Amp hour. I'm not yep. too good with it. Yeah, yeah, hey, I'll, I'll uh, teach it. I'll school you on some, uh, on, on some nautical terms. Yeah, that, that, that's electrical term. But anyways, <laughs> the uh, hundred amp hour battery I got from my trolling motor there, that's a 70, 65 or 70 pound battery. So oh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're when you got your 80 huge. amp hour, or a little wee tiny battery there at 13 pounds powering that trolling motor, that's impressive. It's, it's pretty cool. They're not cheap. But no. I knew I wanted something small, compact, because the reason I bought that kayak was all about deck space. I don't want a big freaking battery on there. No. Plus, I don't want all that added weight. Right? Yeah, so. You got to have have it nice, neat, and organized so that when you're fishing, you're not... Neat and organized. You know, especially because yep. you that's don't me. have a whole lot of space. Yeah, that, that's, that suits you perfectly. <laughs> so I, did. I, I do believe that for the tournament, I'm going to leave some packs at home, some lure packs at them. Now, there was me and my brother-in-law, so my my tackle was all behind me, and I was fairly mm. close to it on the tracks. Like, you could slide the seat, so I was right close to it, so I could, I'd reach over, where I'm thinking, if I'm by myself, I'm going to be more in the middle of the kayak with my seat on the, on the rails, and I'll be able to spin around to my tackle pack. But it was a bit of a pain having to reach over my seat, pull up one of the tackle packs out, bring it forward, change my lure, and then put it back in. Putting it back in and making it organized while you're just wanting to get your line in the water, I'm not quite that patient. So my yep. it was a little bit disarray. May still I'm interested be. To, to know from where you launch, how far you can make it before your arms fall off. Well, and that's it. So that's what I'm looking at on these maps. So they're not telling you they're hot spots and stuff, right? And that's fine. Don't tell me you're, I'm going to, I'm going to come in. I'm going to come in like a wrecking ball. So I'm, I, I just got to figure out where I'm going to fish. Cause that's where I got to book a hotel close to that spot. Cause I don't want to have to get up so early. And then I've got to find a dock, a public dock close to that spot. Just interests me that you don't have to, to blast off I fished Tri Lake tournaments with uh, you with have fished the Tri Lake tournaments. Yeah, we did. You did terrible. not tell so me this. Yeah, well, there's there's not much to talk about because we we blew a petroleum motor. We <laughs> uh, didn't even have enough fish to weigh in. I know it was a terrible day. We we, we didn't. Did we fish day two on that? We may have fished day two, but um, it was it was a tough go. And uh, I don't have much to tell you as far as positive fishing experience for for spots, but I do know that where we had the tournament and where we blasted off from. Uh, 
it, it, it was a massive amount of boats. So I was just picturing in my head all these kayaks blasting off in one massive normally, spot going, normally. going one kilometer an hour, <laughs> jousting with each other's paddle that's rides. Right. That's right. That's what I'm going to, I'm going to ask some questions because <laughs> I did have the, the new angler, the new tournament meeting the other night. And, and so I, like I said, I've got to find a spot. So I've got some contacts. I know my old neighbor, their son happened to have bought a marina in Bob Cajun. So I'm trying to get a hold of him because he's like a fish and Mac daddy and find out some spots. But I have an idea of where the good spots are already, just from, from my prowess and looking at topo maps. So regardless of that, so I have an idea where I'm going. But my big question that I'm going to post, and uh, we, we had the meeting, and, and to be honest, at, at the beginning of the meeting, like I'm a very transparent dude, I'd call a spade a spade. I wasn't really that impressed. I will tell you that the person leading it, and, and forgive me for saying this, but like I said, I call a spade a spade. It, it wasn't a whole lot of welcoming. It was more like, all right, I'm doing this because people blowing up my phone. I'm getting text messages. So let's have some questions. First of all, read the rules. Rule number two is read the rules again. Rule number three is read the rules a third time. And so you and I both know, and dad, from us doing competitions and us doing clinics, and you want people to come to your events, you're normally a lot more personable, personable customer inviting. service, inviting. It's not like I'm doing this cause I have to, it's like, I'm doing yeah, this cause I want you there. I want you to come. Sure. So ask your questions and I get it. The rules might be really overwhelming and you've never done this before. Maybe you're a first time kayak buyer. So ask me anything. I'm here to help you. I didn't yeah. get that vibe. And so I was getting a little bit irritated while I'm on this. Cause I'm going, I really want to fish these tournaments, but this is kind of turning me off and I don't know the guy. So it's not a personal thing. It was my perception of how this was going down. You've got some new people on here. This isn't how I would be coming off. You know, it was really like, okay, I've allotted this time. Use it. Let's go. Like you're, 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 you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, it's it's not, it's not very, no. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I won't fish the tournaments, but, I, but yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, it, it, and that's I, terrible for the, for the sport, terrible for the new guys going out that have been excited about wanting to fish tournaments or whatever. And, and your first experience is abrasive. Yeah. <laughs> and this yeah. Is, now, now you, now the day of the tournament, what are you going to think if you actually have a, a question, problem or concern? Is it going to be handled correctly? Well, or is that's it it, right? So my, my standpoint, I thought about it. I, I really did think about it long and hard. Right. And so, and I asked the question halfway through and, and kind of, they were like, well, and, and, and so like, if they hear that it, it is what it is, but I was like, Hey, so they said, you can't use live bait. So I did have a question. I said, okay, I know there's a lot of tournaments that you can't use what I call the, a bucket rig, a bucket spinner rig. I say that, do you know what I'm talking about? Mm, not sure. Dad, you know like what I'm three, saying when I say a bucket spinner rig? Nope. It's got three or four. Uh, no, no. Tell me. You're you're yeah you're right. It's 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 a basket. I, I think I call it a basket, a basket spinner rig. And so that's that's what I said, a basket. Because I I just said, are you allowed to use a basket? And I paused, and one of the guys started howling. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, that's it, full stop. Are you allowed to use a basket? <laughs> Can I bring my dip net? So yeah. um, and and I laughed, and I said, no, 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 a basket spinner rig. And and the guy's like, an A rig. I'm like. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I, it's a spinner rig with like four hooks on it, like four individual spinners on that, on that spinner rig. Like, and he's like, an A rig. And he asked another guy on there, you know what he's talking about? I think he means an Alabama rig, right? Alabama rig. And I'm like, I I don't know. Like I, I fish, I don't fish tournaments. (laughs) Like, so if somebody, when I'm talking trap shooting and somebody said something like, Hey, like, can I, can I raise my comb? I would be like, you mean like on your stock? You know, you know what I mean? I would be, yeah. but anyway, or can I, can I raise my wood? You know what I mean? But anyway, so I digress. So I was a little bit like, huh? But I'm the personality that maybe I was reading into it a little bit more than it was. And so, Hey, full disclosure, but I just felt that way. And I don't, but it doesn't bother me. That type of stuff isn't going to stop Todd. Like when I went, when I started bull riding, Bill, I didn't know anybody. I just went on my own. Yeah. Right. I have no problem with that. And so I don't have a problem. So after it, it then it, he was a little bit, I, I felt, man, maybe again, because I asked my question, 
I felt more relaxed in it, and therefore it was a little more welcoming by the end of it. And there was a guy there from North Bay. He was laughing and joking. He was a new guy, you could tell. So he was he was comfy. So it very well could have been me, but I was just I was like I'm just giving my full experience because I want to take you on this journey because I'm going to talk about it when I get back from the tournament. But yeah, I am was, now. Uh... A legitimate uh, uh, aggression or abrasive behavior, or if it was just a perception. On, See, I just think uh, he's really initial. probably really busy. Yeah. Right. But and and I get it. Like a lot of people probably this during COVID got kayaks ready to rock. Like it is it is blowing up. Right. Kayak fishing is exploding right now. So you you talked to our guest that we had on there a while ago from up your way uh, that owns yes. the kayak shop, and that's what he said. It's like it's exploding. He can't keep them in stock. So that, but I do have more questions now that I've thought about it. So I'm going to post them instead of asking, cause I know he's like, don't message me, put it on. And that was now that's my concern. Well, then who am I going to ask? So right. I'm going to post it on the actual channel on the Facebook group. And I'm going to say, cause is there etiquette for fishing this? So I know in a regular fishing scenario, you don't cut off the person's boat. Right. Yeah. So if a guy's fishing a little bit of a weed bed, you're going to give him, you know, 70, 100 yards. You're not going to be right on top of him. What is that with kayaks? Because from me, read, there's going to be a lot of folks there. There's going to be a lot of, and I'm assuming we're all in kayaks. We're not going to hit the big open lake. We're all going to be fishing in the, in the weeds. Oops, I said it out loud. Right. So is it, what is the etiquette? Do I got to give them room? Can we come up? Can we joust for the spot? <laughs> like, is that, I don't know is what that the, cool? the tournament etiquette is. I think it's one boat length or, or something. You can't fish within that, or if somebody else is in a spot, I, there is definitely an etiquette to to the sport of bass fishing tournaments. But is there a rule that says you can't fish within? I guess you got to do that, right? Uh, and so I've got redneck country plastered all over this thing. I don't want people going like that guy's a jerk. Because I yeah. am, but I don't want him saying that. Yeah, I, but <laughs> you've got two guys in a canoe, a new canoe kayak, and they're both paddling. They're faster than you. Can you draft them to the next spot? Yeah. <laughs> can I hook my line on the back of his? Yeah. Now that I know you can do. That's in the rules. And then swing over. You can't. Pass them? You can't satellite another boat in. <sighs> so you can't have a buddy with a bass boat there dragging you into the spot. <laughs> Well, I think you're going to have an interesting uh, experience there. And I, I understand when I started riding bulls, Pee uh, Pee uh, was, was the guy that I took the clinic with. I think I've told the story a couple of times on the, on the podcast, but uh, he, he was the one I met at uh, London uh, at the Can-Am store or whatever it was down there. And uh, I called him oh, 20 times. I know I did. I, I bothered him uh, right up to it because I needed to know because you gotta things. know yeah I, I, I'm the guy that needs to know I got, is, I got everything figured out prior you, to going to well, it so and I regardless, have a little, you're, you're going with nobody you know like you don't know anybody you're gonna look like a no. clown right and so I went it's, with a uh, buddy of mine that had equal experience none yeah and he's kind of a fly by the seat of your pants type person whatever <laughs> I can relate uh, yeah whatever happens he just goes with it right and I I needed to know everything <laughs> and and i'm sure he got really but but he was perfect ambassador for the sport because he never ever was abrasive aggressive or like why you call me he just answered the questions yeah that's awesome you See, know, and, and that's and that, what that, that's exactly what every sport needs right and that's what right. you want to grow yeah. that's what you got to have and so yeah and and because the other kickers you don't know what you don't know right I don't yeah, know how what do you to learn? ask. You, you know, you, you can learn by getting uh, bumps, bruises, and, and figuring it out the hard way. You can ask <laughs> I, questions. I kind of did it first. Yeah. Well, Thanks. Uh, now you, you tell yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> but from, from, you've learned from your experience. Now you want to know going into it more than you did with, with when you were younger in your well, life. And, and, I think and, I, and all you can do is ask questions of the right people. I've never been on this lake. I've never done a kayak. The odds are really stacked up against me. I'm just going because I love to bass fish and thought, hey, this might be something to give it a try and see what it's all sure. about. And I've always wanted to fish a bass tournament. I can't afford a $100,000 bass boat. All those folks are local here that say they're sponsored. I You look into it and they're actually paying like 70000 for the $100,000 bass boat. And then they're able to trade up every year, but still have to sell their current boat and everything. So they've always got money yeah. invested. It's not like a full sponsor. Here's a boat, right? There's very few of those folks around. So it, you, you, I don't have that kind of cash to put into a, into a bass boat no. and, and may, I'm a, I'm a trap shooter and I'm a hunter and that's where the majority of my money goes. So this is going to be like, Hey, I can maybe be able to add this to my repertoire. It could be fun. 
but I do want to be a little bit successful because I'm a competitive Absolutely. nature. And so I, yeah, I want to yeah. know. And, and then I don't want to take anybody off. Mm-hmm. So, but it will be interesting. So yeah, speaking of, of ambassadors of such said, said sport, I actually, I even messaged our, uh, our mutual good buddy, Alex, because I know he fishes everywhere that he goes and every rodeo he hits, he's usually finding a fishing hole. And I'm like, Hey, you ever fees? I've never fished it. Darn it. <laughs> but he said he might yeah. he's like hey i might join you i said you're welcome to join me yeah he's he's got a kayak he's got he's got a kayak yeah. yep yeah and i think he paddles i don't think he's got a trolling motor for yeah. his what's up with that eh he's got a young kid i think the kid paddles uh noah paddles for him noah so. probably hooks the line up and satellites <laughs> him around <laughs> yeah right oh that's cool i mean uh, i wish you all the best of luck with that and i'm glad that you're able to get out at least and try the motor that you'll never use for the tournament so i'll never use for this good. tournament but i am i yeah i'm gonna give it a go i'm gonna give it a go so i got some research yeah. to do i might need your help bill because i've not been i i organizational skills yeah yeah i get it i'll give you a hand so yeah so I'll look at that i wasn't even going to talk this time and you you had me tie up a lot of minutes I, I blame I, you. I, I it is what it is. I got I'm big shoulders. When in, when in doubt, blame Bill. That's typically where it goes. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that's so, awesome. And now we got to move on. I'd like to move on to your dad. And well, uh, that makes one of us. Out. Yes, and that's that's why I'm here <laughs> to balance out the podcast. <laughs> Bill, so the almost balancer. Yeah, they almost guy balances things out. Tell me what you week, Don. Tell me what you did, what you got up to, and how you stayed not swatting him as long as you've had. Oh, it's a it's a chore. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Who says he has a swat of me? Who says children's services hasn't been at my door every other day? Yes, they keep saying, yeah. Todd, you're in your forties. We can't yeah. do anything about it. <laughs> Stop calling me. <laughs> Did you guys get to the gun club yesterday? <laughs> we did. Well, let me let me start. Oh, I why, never why, even why I never even got one month, not even to one month yet, past my seventy third birthday, and my knee went out, and I was having <sighs> a great week and a great weekend, and I was getting lots done and had nothing to complain about. Saturday evening, and I just walking out of the garage, and all of a sudden, it's gone. Like. Oh man, a big stab and pain, and it's like my leg isn't there. But I caught the side of the garage before I went down, and it's—I don't know—it's like everything just came unglued in there and, and and tore muscles and and oh, I couldn't hardly walk in. I couldn't—I limped into the house, and now ever since Saturday, I'm in pain and wearing a wrap around my knee. The garage—you caught the garage. I grabbed a hold of the side of the. Is garage. the garage okay? Garage is fine. Let's make sure. What, what leg? <laughs> my left leg, the one that... Ah, oh, your left leg. That's your clutch foot. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> yeah, now... Who needs a clutch? It's working, and I'm yeah. forcing myself to still do my walks, and once I get, get it warmed up and get moving, I can stay moving, but it aches at night, so now I'm popping Tylenol, uh, what do you call it, arthritis pills, and... Trying to get through the evenings, but so now I understand. Now I understand why I saw <laughs> uh, a, a picture this week of somebody napping. I, I understand why yeah. <laughs> where that came from. He didn't know I took it or send it, Bill. I, been, <laughs> I needed evidence. Yeah, this no, is how yeah, many times this, has this happened now? Ever the, since the dad, Saturday, I don't nap. <laughs> ever since Saturday, <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't sleep through the night. And in the middle of the afternoon, can't keep my head up because of this stupid knee. And I've been popping <laughs> all arthritis pills. But I've been I've been still doing the, the 18, 20,000 steps a day. I've been forcing myself to do it because I want to stay limber. I don't want to lose the use of it. I, I want to keep going. So either, anyway, the day after, Sunday, and uh, I climbed in the hot rod in the 23T bucket. Oh, that feels pretty good. And my grandson is done college and he's home from school so i call him up when i go to port yeah come get me so we took the hot rod and drove down to port and had a little cruise around the beach and and back again and that was great and my leg didn't bother me at all the whole time i'm driving but then i got out and it was stiffened up from inactive so i gotta move it again so that's yeah. what i've been dealing with so wednesday night i thought okay 
uh, ground's uneven out there. Am I going to be able to stand right there? Go, shit, well, I was fine because I'd, I'd done some walks through the day and I got it limbered up. So I was walking pretty good. And once I got it warmed up and limbered up, I'm okay. So so uh, anyway, I did I did shoot a 24. I missed I missed a quarter angle off station three, which took me off. I did shoot a 24, and then we shot some handicap. Uh, one of the guys there, Bob, he always says, Tom, we're going to shoot some handicap. Yeah, let's go shoot some handicap. Bob Manabois. He's a super guy. Yeah, so he knows I'll go shoot handicap with him. But my buddy Bill's been in the 20s. Oh, uh, but, but when he hits them, he's smoking them. He hit a yeah. 21. He a either hammers them or clean miss. But man, he's starting to find out where that gun shoots. Yeah, and is and he? So, uh, has he got certain stations that are causing him difficulties? Or no, no, over, it's not anywhere. Yeah. Like he'll still have a bad round, but he shot a 21 and a 23, and so he's in the 20s more consistently now, and he's he's doing pretty good. And he was really feeling good. He was pumped because now he's in the 20. He has shot a 25. So I think he's getting close I, I to the second pain. 25. No, he has. He has shot a 25. Oh, he has. Yeah. So yeah. then, he all has right. Shot a 25. Yeah, sorry, Bill. Almost. And, Almost. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. But I got to give a shout out to Sandra, who came to our clinic last year. And Sandra comes down most nights on Wednesdays. And she shot a 24 Wednesday night. She was and, pretty pumped. Oh, she She's was She's a pumped. good shot. She says, I got to come over and brag. I didn't want to shout it out out there, but I had to come and tell you guys. I shot a 24. I shot a 24. She hasn't got her 25 yet. Yeah, way to go, Sandra. And so uh, it's not going to be long before Bill will get another 25, and it won't be long before Sandra gets her first 25. So we had a good time. By the way, she shot at at the clinic. She's phenomenal. Yeah. Like, oh, and she just trusts the there. gun and lets her go. She just rock and rolls, right? Yeah. Like she yeah. shot, she won the clinic with like a 22, 23 or something like that, right? Yeah. Well, we and, had a lot and, of fun. And them, smoked them like they were, like, with, you know, with just my, balls with my gun, right? Well, I yeah. changed the, the combs. I lowered it a bit, but, but yeah, she was still, she was smashing them. Now, Todd, every, every 25, you had to take it all apart and make another adjustment. <laughs> but Charlie Cabot, bless his soul. Let me tell you, Bill, and this gun take club. Take it apart again, another 25. <laughs> this gun take club apart is again. freaking awesome yeah, because Charlie, they're, they're, all the he guys. He calls are, it like it is. Uh, well, and all the guys are great, right? So It's th- fun down there. It really is. It is. It is. It's, it, there's, there's trust amongst everybody. Everybody has a good time, but they're willing to help you. Now, when I say, how do I need help on the trap line? Well, not specifically, but they're more than willing to give you like, cause you'll, you'll develop bad habits or do something stupid. They're quick to tell you, right? Like, Hey Todd, you lifted your head on that one. And he's like, shot a 24, lifted your head on that one, blah, blah, blah. Before he tells you what he did to this, at this bionic stuff. Uh, here we go. Before he, he did, he's coming off the line and he says, Oh, that, something's just not adjusted right. It's biting my cheek. And he had a little, little red line with, Somebody said, that looks like blood. You know what? Take that stock off. Put that new stock right in that garbage can. Put your old one back on. <laughs> and I said, well, there's, there's, there's some good advice. So anyway, he takes it apart, makes some adjustments. He goes back out. And now the corner that one of the one of the blocks on there has. No, it's the comb. The comb over my the, thumb. I moved it forward. Had, had gouged and put a little little blood mark in the web between his thumb and forefinger. No, it's right on my knuckle of my oh, thumb. Yeah, it's on his knuckle. Whatever. <laughs> Good grief. It shows you how much he pays. I have to just look at his knee, but he can't look at my said, wounds. Oh, more blood? Take that stupid bionic thing out. Put it right in that garbage can. Put your old one back on. There's the advice for you. So... <laughs> Oh, he takes it apart. But, uh, but Charlie Cadman was right there with me though every round. Finally on round and four. And help me out. He says, I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> if I finally got it to where it needed to be. There's a lot of adjustments on a precision fit stock, man. Let me tell yeah. you something. So Charlie was right there with me and and, and awesome, right? So we were we, he handed me tools and move this, move that, put this over, which was great that he come to the line with me and he's watching where I'm hitting. And then he's like, all right, shoot one more full choke. I want to see ink balls. And let me tell you, Bill, finally, the only issue is that I do have to, uh, uh, I've got to do something with the comb because it just bites me a bit when I, when I shoot, but oh my gosh, ink ball Grow city, ink ball city. No, no, no. On my thumb because oh, it's thumb. the stock lock theory of it, right? Where the, the comb on your face does not move. The gun oh, comes into right, your shoulder. Right. The comb never moves. So when the gun comes in, that means my grip, my hand comes into under the comb. 
but the comb is is scraping my thumb. Because oh, I got it princess. so far forward because I shoot such a short stock. Like I've got it down now to like 13 and a quarter, maybe less. I shorten it even yeah. more. And it'll Don't go you, down to 13 inches and I'm darn near close to 13 inch length of pull. Like I creep so right up on it. going to carry the gun for you too and make sure it's good <laughs> They for do you the that hold. when you're so good, Bill. Now, I don't expect you to know that, but it's the caddy yeah. side, right? They want, they, and, and it's not that you have to employ them. They want to. They want to be I, there for I you. Can I carry yeah, your shells? Can I load your gun for you between each shot? And and yeah. is, is that sweat on your brow? Is that why you <laughs> asked me last, Bill, how'd your week go? Because you knew that I would only get in about three minutes and then he'd take yeah. over. That's just typically, this is, is where we go, thinking? right? Yeah. Was that the thinking? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was there. Bill was there. We were there. But he's the one that uh, did all the work on the stock. Well, that's good. I'm glad he was able to get... Uh, it back to where it needs to go and and, and you smash it and roll it. Now he's got drums. 90, 99s and 100s. Get out the Dremel. We're good to go. Oh, you got some, some serious modifications to make. It's not serious. It's just uh, when they made the blocks, there's there's blocks, aluminum blocks and different things and, and corners. They just They're not rounded. They just didn't bevel oh, them. Yeah. Take so the they bite you. Off or, or kind of bevel them down out of the way. Nothing that's going to uh, affect the adjustment one way or the other. Like no, it's just a comfort back. now. Just something where you want that edge out of the way to give you your thumb knuckle room or your cheek room. No, I get it. Yep. And so they could have been just beveled a little bit and the corners taken away. You know what I mean? Yep. And so that's not going to be hard. And that's aluminum. So it'll it'll come off smooth and shine up nice and it'll look good. It'll look professional. So, anyway. Nice. Yeah. Good and look good with, with 24s and 25s and 100s. 24s. Bite your tongue. Yeah. Well, those are rookie numbers, yeah. Bill. You bring those numbers up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I got to hold you a little bit to a standard that uh, you, you can smash out of the park. So. Just putting it if in you, my head. It, Subconscious. It, it, like, 24s. Yeah. 24s. You're probably shooting too fast, too. So, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> well played. Well played, Bill. Well played. So anyway, that's enough about us. Yeah. Now you've got the rest of the podcast is yours. And yeah. we are oh, right yeah. at the mark where each one of us has had an equal amount of time. Well, I don't agree with yeah. that. And now it's, 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 it's it, we, we, it, we're a third we'll of the way a, we'll through. Put it this way. You're going to get a full three minutes before you cut you, you off. We are yeah, no, I won't. <laughs> no, I won't. Make it quick. I got to pee. <laughs> That's it. We, we're on a time crunch here, and, and Todd's bladder's getting in the way. This was an interesting week, you know. It was a lot of revelations that that one has when they they turn a certain age. It wasn't my birthday or nothing, but we went. Uh, some milestones happened this week. My my oldest daughter got her her license, her G two license, so she's able to drive on her own. On her own. Yeah, and this this there was a, a lot That's of stress a long time coming, isn't she? She's she's. 18. Should be 18. It should be 18 uh, in August. But well, I the, suppose the graduated was, licensing thing now, right? They got to wait a year or something. Is that how well, it is? Uh, yeah, almost. I mean, we didn't put her into driving school. Um, but it just didn't find one. Because you know, you know more. Excuses, right? I know your attitude. Yo, no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's I, I can't. She's, she's 17 going on 37 and it's tough to teach. Uh, her. So my, my wife and her spend a lot of time driving. I don't <laughs> spend time with her driving, but at the same time, it, it, she had her license booked in the winter time. And unfortunately with the weather, they canceled the test and it, you know, not very fair. They put her to the bottom of the, the list again. So she had to wait from, I think it was, I don't know, pick a number. It was like December or something. Now, now she had to wait till this week, the 15th, to get her uh, uh, her license. And, and the stress for me was more that she wouldn't get it than she would get it because of the emotional side of a, a 17-year-old teenager who who is looking forward to this for a little bit of independence to maybe not, uh, not having it. Now I have to talk her you know <laughs> talk her down but it was tough it was tough now the other side of it now is uh, you gotta get she her car. has her license not a chance <laughs> not a chance let me just put that one out there right away but let me without it, interrupting it, you i it, let no, you talk for three minutes before i said anything just to make dad's <laughs> revelation come true carry on bill 
<laughs> yeah. The point of the matter is, is she, uh, she, she is driving on her own. And I, like I said, once I got over the initial shock of the fact she got her license, well, it's because that would have been a drama on her own. But now it's the drama of, hey, you need to take the van because that's all you can drive. We got an older van. You need to go to work. You need to come home. You need to make sure. <laughs> and I don't know if it's right, less stressful or more stressful. Do you straight to work and straight home? Yeah, well, for, for, for now, until she can develop a little bit of trust that the... She don't cruise uh, the main drag the up, up by you and hey, hey, windows you know down, stereo in, up. In the, the 2010 uh, Dodge Grand Caravan, if she wants to cruise the <laughs> cruise with, with that, <laughs> uh, go ahead later on. But you, she's got to develop the trust that she's able to follow the rules first. You're and, a Volkswagen owner, right? Like, you got the Beetle. How uh, yeah, is there two, not yeah. like a serpent... Have a scandally clad woman with a serpent snake and sword and everything painted on the side of that van. Yeah, well, I know. I mean, the flames. <laughs> I thought about putting that, putting it on the side of that, and and it just didn't seem right at the time. Candace so was like, we yeah, hard, hard pass. But <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the stress level's there. But anyway, she's uh, at work right now, and she should be home shortly uh, because we gave her the the opportunity to to take the van to work today and. Isn't that a win-win though now? You guys don't have to drive her to work. Kind of. It kind of is a win-win and it is actually a bargaining chip to get things done. Like make sure her room's clean and her homework's done because if it's not, she loses the opportunity to drive the vehicle. And is she ever upset when that happens? And it's only been a few days. He's such a hard parent. Yeah, no kidding. And and it's it's just the way we roll. The world will thank you for it later on, Bill. This is my my hope. Right now, there's a few people in in this house that aren't thanking me for being so hard parent, but <laughs> it is what it is. And I tell you, at the end of the day, I feel better about the fact I'm raising the kid that can understand and follow rules and responsibilities. So good for you. Yeah, yeah, raising them right. That's that's it. And the second revelation I had, other than the fact that I will get more gray hairs with, with the the fact my daughter is is driving on the roads now, <laughs> is. I probably should not go back to riding bulls. Oh, oh? <laughs> you just yeah. had this now. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a. I, had uh, a, I knew that moment. on my last five. <laughs> yeah, well, so there, there was, there is always a time, and I don't know. There are certain songs that are on the radio that remind you of rodeo. There's certain yep. things on TV that you can associate with, and. And then every now and then I get this thought, well, maybe I could go back just to make a little bit of money. If it comes, if it comes local, maybe I'll just enter. It doesn't take much yeah. to enter. It's a hundred no, bucks. I, I, We're ready to rock. Right. I thought about, I've got all the equipment. I sound like I need yeah. a membership. I'm, I'm in pretty good shape or so I thought. It reminds me side, side note, hold where you're at. Cause I feel bad yep. and I own an apology and I don't know who it was, <laughs> but the plowing match that you won up in your neck of the woods, up by Barry. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm there. I'm on the back of the shoots. I'm getting ready to rock the, the cowboy right in front of me. I'm looking at him and I wasn't thinking because you know, you're not thinking when you're about to get on, like you're just in the zone, trying to get in the zone. And I broke out of that for a minute and I, I tapped this dude on the shoulder. He turned, I said, dude, I said, how old are you? <laughs> and he was 49 and then he turned back around and I didn't know who he was. And because I hadn't done as long as you and, and such, right? And he turned, he just kind of shook his head and went back. And I look back now going, why did you ask that guy? How old I, was? Yeah. I was not in my own head. And I was, I was like, this dude looks way too old to be riding bulls. Yeah. <laughs> but I digress. Not that anybody would do that to you, Bill, if you decided to get no back doubt. on, <laughs> but, yeah, but carry on. It, it was 10 years ago. Uh, this year, I guess, was was when I was on the championship run, and and we were we were driving down to Friday Harbor, which is a, a really nice uh, little community uh, close to the water on Lake Simcoe. Candace likes to go there and run. It's a it's a very very expensive apartment complex type place, and anyways, lots of boats that I can't afford, but I like looking at the, the at them, and, and we went for a walk. So we on the way to Friday Harbor. There was a couple songs that came on the radio and I'm like, yeah, I'm getting the itch. I, I want to ride. I'm thinking this is, this is potentially something I could do again. And Kenneth says, Hey, you can do anything you want as long as you put your mind to it. She says, if you don't 
put your mind to it hundred percent. Bull riding is not one of those things that you can do half-heartedly. You got to either commit or you don't. Bill, and I start, and I'm, I'm getting excited. I'm right? there. I will. I, it, you got to let me tie you in. Oh, hold on. <laughs> we are going to finish this conversation. No, I we think start it's good right path. there. Let's stop. You've had, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, we're almost, we're, we were the third of the way through and you haven't quite had your full time, but I think we should stop right here. I <laughs> yeah. bet you every listener listening right now is like, yes, we want to see the almost guy get back on a bull. If you want to mm-hmm. see that folks, let's hear it. Like email us. I think we could make this a thing. We, yeah. You just yeah. said you had the wife's blessing. We're good to go. She is wholeheartedly 100% supporting this if I want it. Are you serious, Dad? Would you support me if I was going to go get back on a bull? Not a chance. See? You got it, Phil. Go. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's finish this conversation first. I, don't want to. I like where we're going. There. Let me tie you in. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm getting the, the itch and I could I feel, feel, feel myself. I'm going to start sending you songs and, and YouTube yeah. videos now every day. <laughs> so I get out of the van. I get out of the van and we decide that we're going to go for a walk. And it's not a long walk. It's not even a walk that's aggressive or uphill or or anything. <laughs> Did you have and a spell get, and fall over? <laughs> I get halfway through this walk and my knee hurts so bad I can't even hardly finish because of something in the backside of my knee. And and I'm thinking, you fool. You think that you are actually in, in good enough shape physically, body, the whole works that you can get back onto the rodeo circuit, take the bumps, bruises and do everything you need to do. And you can't even go on a walk on a dock down to the beach. That isn't more than half a kilometer. (laughs) So I get home and I'm thinking, "Ah, maybe, maybe not. And then I wake up the next day and my back, and I don't know if it's from what I did or whatever, but the rodeo dream is I, I disagree, Bill, because I think <laughs> if you put your you're going to start to exercise a little bit harder than you already do because you're going to prepare, which will get you more limber and ready. And yoga, right. that's not a bad get. You already drink tea. You could start yeah. yoga. Damn right there. Let me let me help you a little bit. Yeah, I appreciate that. You'll be a podcast too when uh, when I go through this entire deal. Is this not doing it for you, Bill? No, no, it's not this one. <laughs> yeah, those are those are the old songs from from uh, from starting up the bull riding, but and it's uh, the New Age Outlaws. You didn't you didn't know, but I, it wasn't that. It was just it was that didn't was, do it for you right there. That song right you know, there. I think they they played that. What am I like? Exeter. Well, the one yeah. you got hung up bad. That yeah, was the intro well. song. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most dangerous sport in rodeo. Yeah, the bull ride. And this is where my mind goes. You can do it. You watch people fall off and you think about it and you watch that. They get the off. Bull, they they run out of the way. They crawl out of the way and you're good to go. Yeah. I'm thinking they're leaving all kinds of paychecks on the, on, on the table there. You can go get some of that money. And then all of a sudden you do something simple and you, you hurt for a day and a half do and it, you're like, this is a silly idea. Uh, I, I, so. I, I'd be right there supporting you. Would you? I would. You would, would 100%. You? Well, I'll tell you what else I did this week. I, I got over a little bit of anxiety. So I, is I, that I it? We're just boat. leaving this conversation right I, there? I have to. I have to. Or else <laughs> I'm going to start thinking about it more That's and more. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I, get, I don't know. I, I, yeah, truth, truth is, there is definitely many, many days I, I, I think I could and should and would like to get back on just for a couple. And then I think, man, I don't know if I could just do two or three. I'd have to go gung-ho, full rodeo circuit. And, and the guy with the, this much gray in his beard, I'm not sure if he should get on bulls again. And I think my family would appreciate it if I just, you know, stuck to fishing and trap shooting. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that none of that enters your mind when you're about to get on. So let's go to that thought process. I'll help you. We'll, we'll talk. Well, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll get to this in another, another day. But let's, ta- let's table it for now. <laughs> I think for another guest on that, we should bring Alex on. Yeah. MPP. Yeah, I think he would be. Uh, he'd be good. Alex would be good on there too. Yeah, both of them. But. Uh, yeah, I think we could uh, maybe even bring Ross on. We could. We could almost like triple team. We could quadruple team you. Yeah, and everybody would say, Bill, you're you're good to retire. You'd leave it to the young guys who are. Who are My wife's staring at me. What do you think bounce. of Bill going back to rodeo? His wife will kill him. His wife gave him the blessing. <laughs> 
Yeah. We'll table that one for now. So again, uh, moving on, I got over some anxiety this week. I, uh, I, I took the boat out for Oh, a, a yes, cruise. you were going to take. Okay, so let me set the scene on this first yeah. because you got the boat finally finished. You've got the trailer it's finished. It's painted. It's all looking done. beautiful. Everything. You got your fish finder. Yep, got that. You went, got is the, it all hooked uh, up? Everything. Everything's done. I got, Helix uh, 5. I went to Cabela's. Yeah, I, I got the, you know, I had a, a couple of different people tell me, you know, hummingbird wasn't good, this, that. And, and I got looking, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm not endorsed or sponsored by anybody and I won't spend yet. too much time on this, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it, the, the Lawrence uh, hook two is what I, uh, and uh, Helix oh, the five is kind of yep. what I was looking towards either way. And I needed to go into Cabela's because that's the type of guy. And I needed to talk to somebody other than a YouTube video or, or uh, a review. That's where you and I online. differ. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's very, very much different between you and I. But I like to talk to somebody. And I talked to the sales guy. And he, the sales guy wasn't a sales guy. But I was going like, to say, you just said it. The sales guy. Now, yeah, but he wasn't. more though. trustworthy? You know I, I tell you what. He, he did not try to sell me on one, one or the other. He just gave me the information I needed and the, answered the questions I had intelligently enough that was allowed me to make that last little bit of decision. And, and the, the biggest thing between Lawrence and, and hummingbird, uh, my wife's uncle, he fishes all, all the time. He, he said, I can't do hunting and fishing cause I've invested all my money in fishing and I can't afford to do both. So he does fishing really, really well. And he had a Lawrence and he said the ser- customer service, if you had a problem, wasn't great. He said, because of it being in the States, uh, there's no Canadian distributor. If you ever had a problem and needed to send it back, it's very, very difficult to get somebody who wants to help you. And I've read that there's more problems with it. He said, I switched over to hummingbird and I've never, ever had a problem. There was no issues at all. And there's a Canadian distributor who, if you had a problem up in North Bay, they'd be able to help you out with, with everything you got. And I said, you know, those two things alone, you know, hummingbird isn't a, isn't a no name brand. The price points are pretty much the same, and I like the, the look of the unit and the size of the unit. So I went with the, the Hummingbird. Uh, so, and, and I got it all hooked in, wired in. I got a all done. A, yeah, the Ram mounts. So I think what you got transducer? Same kayak, right? What are your options? Uh, it's uh, it's got a GPS down imaging, and uh, it doesn't have side imaging because I don't think I need it. And with the size of the screen I got, which is only five inch screen the the side imaging isn't um isn't an option anyways because it's just not high enough resolution like in that, that small of a screen hmm? like cheating side yeah imaging. no and i said uh, how much am i going to need it anyways <laughs> I, I, my, my my primary function for having this was the mapping feature because i don't know the lakes and i want to know the contour lines and i want to know the, the that's the, why i like mine in the kayak all i want to see is drop-offs yeah, that's exactly. You know, Show I mean, me where the I'm not going to be able are. to interpret it. It's got sonar. It's got it's got down imaging. It's got uh, the mapping function, GPS. Yep, that's and, what mine's got. The, yep. And at the end of the day, I don't need anything more because I'm not going to be spending all my time watching the fish finder. I need it to get myself on a ridge, a drop off, or a transition point, or a or somewhere that I know their structure. And I have a hard enough time interpreting what a fish versus a a rock looks like on the fish finder, anyways, because I don't. Yeah. Use it enough, <laughs> but you put me on a contour or a rock point. Yeah, I've got somewhere to fish, right? I don't. So, I don't want it to tell me where the fish are because just like trail cameras, it it either sets your expectations or it, or it ruins your expectations. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, there's yeah. no fish here. Let's move on. I don't want right. to know that. I just want to know there's a drop off. I know I'm going to fish that drop off. Yep. Yeah. And it, it's got the speed has got a yeah, SD card. So it's got upgradable mapping software on it. This one came with the Navionics uh, yep. mapping software already built in, which is a $250 card. If you, uh, if you get that as an option. So I, I said all those things and it had a, a $30 mail-in rebate um, manufacturer. So net, net, everything was, was good. And I got the, the Ram uh, mount, which I don't know if you, I don't know if they sell them for kayaks, but it's got a little a ball that mounts yep. to the dash. Yep. Yeah. They're, they're usually is, track mount ram. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So this one here, it's, it's got a, the ball and it's got a post to it. So I can spin it um, 180 degrees. And, and while I'm on the casting deck, I can look back and see it. Uh, That's awesome. Know, so where did you mount the transducer? Uh, well, that was the other side because I read the instructions and it needed to be 15 inches away from the, the prop wash. Of course you did. Of course I did. <laughs> where the other transducer was, was not even close to where this one needed to be. So I had to make an aluminum plate and 
blah, blah, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, Anyways, you I got fabbed. it all mounted. You got all fabby. I, I did. I fabricated everything visible. So you're awesome. Uh, why not? Why not do that? So I fabricated a little piece of wood for the screws to mount to on the inside. I have not silicone it in yet until I do my initial test this weekend, but everything is ready to go. I, I, my the bumpers, uh, I got them for my test. <laughs> You'll laugh, but I put the two batteries in and I put everything in as if I was going to go to the lake. And I drove it around the block okay, a okay. couple times. So I, yeah, this is where I was going to set the scene before we got <laughs> sidetracked on your fish finder. Uh, so, yeah. so if you listen to the podcast previous, Bill has the anxiety because he hasn't. What, Bill? Six, seven years you haven't backed a boat yeah. in the water, and so you're yeah, you're afraid. So here, just to set the scene, I'm about to go to a fishing tournament where I know nobody. I've not even paddled my kayak. I don't have never even been on the body of water, and I'm expected to perform at tournament level. And I'm going to go do this with no issues, and I just don't care. <laughs> you, on the opposite hand, casual day of fishing, don't want to go to a dock and have to back your boat in, in front of other people because you haven't done it in so long. You're nervous of yeah. tying up the dock and what that will look like. That's it. That's it. And <laughs> the dock awesome. is in five-minute booking intervals. And the last thing I want to do is You've be only that, got that five guy. minutes to get that bad boy in the water. That's right. Yeah. And, and I'll I, I, post your picture up for the day there, folks. If you had a, a, a time, everything's been delayed for 45 minutes because of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> if you it, see him on the water, feel free to wake him. Yeah. I'll be swamped in a heartbeat. So, so you decided to... And where I did a test run of actually driving my boat in the water, you decided to do a test run of just driving your boat. Everything. I loaded, the, I had the two batteries, the gas tank, the, I had everything that I would have uh, taken to it with uh, to see where it would move around in the inside of the boat. I had the, the you know, the, the motor tied down the way I would have it. It was exactly as if I was going to go to the water. I didn't go to the water. Uh, unloaded <laughs> in the neighbor's pool. <laughs> just, yeah. Don't mind I, me, Jim. Bagging her up. Just give me a minute. <laughs> I, I, I towed it, uh, you know, a couple hundred yards. I stopped it for the first time, and I shake Jimmy, looked, and made sure everything was still tied down. And then I carried on, and I went to the local church, and I spent half an hour there. And then I went to the school, and what, I spent another 25 what would, minutes would you, there. You spent a half an hour at church? I did. Good, I did. Good and I for spent you. Half an hour, and I was praying the whole time that I wouldn't mess this up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so what did you do for that half an hour? Well, first thing to do, I, I got to, I got to the, uh, the church parking lot and actually, you know, you didn't expect to see anybody there on a Saturday, but there was definitely people there, you know, getting the inside ready to cut was the grass. Was it seven day thinking. of Venice? It, it was because you picked not, the wrong yeah. church for a Saturday. If that was the yeah, case, my maybe. man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I get in the parking lot. I did do a, a walk around, make sure all my lights still work and everything, and then I just start. They have a, a roundabout, and I backed into one side of the roundabout, and I pulled into the parking lot, and then I backed into the other side of the roundabout, and I did that five, six times until I could get comfortable doing that. <laughs> and then I said, "Well, enough of this," and, and I went Cheyenne somewhere. Else. Was the one that just got her license. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. sorry, sorry. I just clarified. Just clarify. But she was going for it. I didn't know if that story was actually just like a pseudo for <laughs> yeah. carry, carry on. Like I'm asking yeah. for a friend. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. I appreciate clarification on that one. But the uh, <laughs> the fact that I I took it to the school next, uh, which was right around the corner, and I backed it into there because it was completely empty. So I backed it into their roundabouts half dozen times and check things around and make sure, you know, I wasn't jackknifing to see what the, the, the van was. And then I brought it home. So and I backed <laughs> it into the driveway the first time. No issues. Uh, I'm just more amazed that you have time to do that. I took time. <laughs> I made the time to, to Priority, invest huh? in my, uh, in, in my ability to back up. <laughs> so, so I'm booked in this Sunday. I'm booked in to actually put her on the water. Oh, you got a five uh, minute time slot. Do they need your right picture in like a, in a wanted poster kind of thing for people to know? Cause I can send it to them in advance. What they did is they put my credit card number on file just in case, you know, I, I back into something or wreck something. It's already charging <laughs> chargeable offense right there. But <laughs> so yeah, my anxiety is still through the roof because I haven't put this thing on the water. I've, redistributed the weight a little bit and I've made a little, it's, it's going to be fine. Who's I'm, going I'm with sure you? my wife and the youngest are, are coming with me. 
because the two big ones have to work and it's father's day and stuff this weekend just in case you're wondering todd um your father's sitting beside you you better i'll chirp a little right. less <laughs> yeah. you know, dad i'm gonna give you a break <laughs> he has no words just <laughs> so we're gonna put it on the water on uh, cook's bay this weekend it's deep enough that i can do the complete test i'm testing everything fish fish finder play with that i'll put the ladder on get the little one to jump in the water use it uh, i'm testing everything this weekend and if it goes well then that's going to be a huge weight off my shoulders so we'll see right on if it sinks we've got something to talk about next podcast yeah well and if it does make sure like have have candace video it or something for us <laughs> <Yeah>. please <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wish me well because it's uh anxiety is high but it'll be just fine i'm certain you're going to be fine and i'm i'm excited yeah. get that thing done get that all out of the way so that i can come and, and join you oh yeah i've uh, got definite thoughts where you and i are going to head out to I, lake Simcoe or, or i got tea biscuits my man goes great with your beverage of choice well I think uh, you, you're able to come on the boat then if you can bring snacks. <laughs> tea, tea biz and crumpets. Yeah. I will bring the crumpets. So, well, there you go. I think that's my allotted time. You are right on the nose. Look at that. We all had a third. Yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. I'm impressed. I got a third of a third. <laughs> yeah. I had to nudge him, just wake him up. Yeah, well, this is when he walk, goes for his walk. You hear it for the first time. <laughs> I didn't catch that. What he, he said when you. So to set the record, before I tell Dad, every this our podcasts are released on on Sunday night, and every Monday, Dad Dad walks three times a day, and so every Monday he takes a little bit extra on his first walk so that he can listen to the whole podcast. So Bill just said, "That's great. You'll hear it for the first time on Monday." There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Well, all right. See, you, you, you do have a, a wind bill if he just lets you get it in there. It's tough. If I don't, he give you a full third, we'd, we'd laugh a little more. Uh, this is a hidden gem that, that we don't get to explore very much. It, you know, it's it, you got it's it, little things. It's the finer details in life that you can appreciate. So if I keep you to at bay, people, it 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 brings people wanting wanting to hear more. Is that what it is? That's it's either that or they just like my voice so much. Well, I appreciate you increasing my stock, but not letting me talk so much. <laughs> See, that's what I do. You're like, hey, that, 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 is that the almost guy's voice? Did, did he just, yeah. did he just say something? <laughs> well, it is. I almost got enough time today to do have I, a, a Do story. I hear the patriarch? Is, is he snoring over there? What is, is that? Is he breathing? <laughs> Let me get near the top and pick the mic. And keep telling my hearing aids cause back feed and all the rest. <laughs> Putting his hand over the mic, pushing me away. <laughs> well, gentlemen, I think that was a good chat for this evening. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate I your time and, and good luck on Happy Father's Day, everybody. And yeah, and, and really, this too. yeah. Well, hey, and this is going to be released a couple weeks after, I think. But regardless, it is for us coming up, and hopefully, everybody had a Happy Father's Day. And I can't wait to hear, Bill. I want to hear how your fishing trip is. Good luck, my man. Thanks, buddy. All yep. right, take care. Have a good night. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week.